So I want to talk about some money habits, money behaviors that are keeping you stuck, that are keeping you broke, that are keeping you poor. And that's a lot of us. Before I go any further, I want you to know, I want you to know that I've made a lot of great financial decisions over the course of my life. And made pretty much all the bad ones too. I spent the vast majority of my 20s living paycheck to paycheck, in and out of credit card debt, not paying attention to my finances, waiting until the last minute to pay bills and taxes and all that. Just essentially interacting with money in the wrong ways possible, like the wrongest ways possible. So I share that just to let you know that wherever you are, you can get to where it is that you want to go. You are fully capable you're worthy. You're even, um, you know, certainly deserving of becoming financially successful, but you're not entitled to it. All this stuff requires work. You need to learn about certain things and then you need to put the knowledge that you have into action. So I'm going to talk about uh, eight things that you could start doing pretty quick, or at least start thinking about that will help you to break free of this vicious cycle of living paycheck to paycheck or being in and out of debt or whatever it is, whatever it is that you're not happy with. I want to help you get better at money so you can get to where you want to go. Really briefly about me, I've been a financial advisor for over 20 years at this point. I'm honored to be named to a list of Investopedia's top 100 financial advisors uh, five years in a row as of recording this video. So doesn't make me an expert. It just means that I think about this stuff a lot. And more importantly, I was able to personally do it. And if I can do it, well, then you can totally do it too. So number one, need to start paying attention. Need to take a very active interest in your personal finances. Fundamentally, there's never going to be anybody who's more interested in your financial success than you are. So we must act accordingly. Now, if you want to think about yourself as the chief financial officer of you and your finances and your household, that's awesome. If you want to think about yourself as the chief executive officer, the CEO of your finances, I think that that's awesome too. Fundamentally, you, while you don't need to do everything, you need to make sure that everything that needs to get done is actually getting done. And these days, with the wonders of technology and apps and programs that we have available to us, you can get a majority of your financial needs done and sort of outsourced, not for a lot of money and in some cases for free. And I will list a lot of resources that I've worked with over the years that I've um that I place my trust in and I think that are great. So this needn't be expensive. Uh, it doesn't need to be super time consuming. I'm not trying to make you into a financial genius or a financial expert. But again, you do need to make sure that the important stuff is getting taken care of. So number one is you need to pay attention. If you are like me, if you were like me and you're avoiding this stuff, or you're just not doing it, need to start paying attention, need to manage our cash flow on a monthly basis. And that just means looking at all our transactions and making sure that everything's doing what we expect it to. Um, we need to keep a budget. And that's just a plan for our money. We need to be doing that on a monthly basis as we're getting started. So there's a couple of really simple little things. Step number two, I'm sure you've heard the statistic that whatever it is, most people, Many people wouldn't be able to come up with $500 in case of an emergency. 
They need to go to family or use credit cards. And that's a crappy place to be. And I was there for a long time. So I get it. So I'm not going to say $500. I'm going to borrow from um, conventional wisdom and just say that let's get $1,000 saved up and let's get $1,000 saved up in an account, which is separate from your everyday checking account. So don't just get a thousand bucks saved up where you're going to spend it and forget like, oh, what was that money for? Oh, it's there. I'm going to go out for dinner or buy a new pair of shoes or whatever. You need to open up a savings account or a money market account, just that's separate. You could be with the same bank from your everyday checking account. And I'm not saying that saving a thousand dollars is easy. I'm not because if you haven't done it, then it seems like it's maybe impossible but stop doing everything until we get that $1,000 saved up. And that's just, that is the the seed of our emergency fund, of our fully funded cash on hand account. And it'll cover most minor emergencies or expenses that pop up like car trouble or something like that. Number three is get in the habit of paying yourself first. And this is rule number one, the golden rule. It's not habit number one, I guess it's rule number one, even though it's number three on our list you know, bear, it's just, just give me a little bit of patience here is pay yourself first. And that just means that the reason for that is if you're in the habit of paying everybody else first, you will get to the end of the month and there will be no money left over for you. And maybe you'll get to a couple of three quarters of the way through the month and you'll be out of money. You will have that horrible experience of having more month than you do money. And that's a, a crappy, sucky place to be totally get it. So we start paying ourselves first. We start putting ourselves first. We start putting our families, priorities and objectives and wants and needs ahead of everybody else's, which is exactly where they ought to be. This is a time to 100% be selfish. You're positioning yourself for success. If you fail to do this, you'll fail to put money away for your future. For doing that, we are up against time. The longer it takes to start pursuing our financial goals and priorities and all that stuff, the harder it is to achieve them. So get in the habit of paying yourself first. How do you actually do that? Well, a couple of different ways. If you have a 401k through your work. So if you work at a company that offers a 401k, enroll in the 401k. Even if it's just 1% of your compensation, start putting money in a way, get in the habit of saving money, putting it away for your future. So many wonderful things happen when we just start doing things. We develop confidence, like, wow, that's cool. I didn't think that I was really saving any money. And now I look three, four, 10 months, a year later, I've got all this money in there and I didn't even miss it. You're developing self-discipline, new skills, nothing but good, virtuous things. So if you're at a, a company that has a 401k, enroll in that. If you are not, you can open up an individual retirement account or an IRA at most any financial institution and should be able to do that for really, really inexpensive, if not free. So wherever you bank, you can potentially do it there. There's a lot of great companies out there like Vanguard and Charles Schwab and Fidelity. I am agnostic when it comes to that. I just don't want you to pay a bunch of money to do that. And then just start making contributions. What's great about a 401k is your contribution comes out of your paycheck before you get your paycheck. So you're automatically paying yourself first. If you're doing an IRA, you can set up for automatic drafts or automatic contributions to come out of your account. And you should do that the first of the month so that the money is coming out first of the month before you're paying anybody else. So that is a great way to create some new habits. Habit number four or step number four is to get one month's worth of expenses saved up. 
Okay, we talked about that initial $1,000 emergency fund. Now we're going to start building on that. So we need to pay attention. We need to know how much money we have coming in. So it's our cash flow, how much we're spending. We have to know our budget. So that'll help us to know what one month's worth of our expenses are. So if we have no idea what our living expenses are, then we're not going to be able to do this. We're not going to be able to budget. But when we do know, you'll get a sense of it. Well, some of your expenses are going to be fixed, so that's easy. So others will be variable, and I get it. So we're going to be sort of guessing as we're getting started budgeting, but over time, you will get a better handle on, well, here's about how much I usually spend on personal care, on going out to eat, on my hobbies, on just stuff that's not fixed. And then you'll be able to do a better job. So however long it's going to take you to get one month's worth of expenses saved up, that is the next step in this process. Number five is once we get one month saved up, I want you to attack your credit card debt. If you have credit card debt, we need to get out of credit card debt as soon as possible. It is a trap that many of us fall into, me for sure, and it is the worst Credit card debt follows you around. It makes you feel like you've got this wet blanket. It's anxiety causing. It's depressing. It feels hopeless. I get it. It sucks. It's the worst. You're paying massive interest rates on credit card debt. So you end up going out for happy hour and you buy a beer, a glass of wine or a vodka soda and you end up paying for it for five years because you're paying 25% interest rates. It's crazy. So put a plan together for whatever it's going to take to get out of that credit card debt. And you have a better sense of it now because you've been tracking your cash flow, you understand your budget. So it's a challenge is if we are not, there's not enough money to go around, which is most of us, we need to find out where we can be making cuts, making changes so that we have extra money to be able to throw at, to be able to pay off these credit card debt. Now, if you do find yourself in credit card debt, help with it, you want to create a plan, we have a free course at moneyalignmentacademy.com courses. It's called Get Out of Debt, and you can access that for free. It'll help you put a plan together for actually getting out of credit card debt. Once you do that, now it's time to chip away and fully fund our emergency fund. And I want you to get to six months worth of your monthly expenses saved up in your emergency fund. You can think of it as this is my cash on hand. So this is money that must be in an account that is separate from your everyday checking account. Six months. I don't just casually say that, even though it might strike you that I just casually said that, I know how much money that is. I know how hard it's going to be to do that. And I also know that when you are out of credit card debt and you've got six months worth of cash of your expenses saved up, in a savings account or a checking or a money market account that you now have financial peace of mind. And that's one of the most valuable things in the world. You have financial peace of mind. There's no guarantees. Bad things could still happen, but you are positioned for success. I want everybody to be financially prosperous. I want you to get whatever you want with money, but until you get out of debt, until you have that cash saved up, you're just not positioned to do that. Once you have your financial peace of mind, now you're in position to go and be financially prosperous and to get out there and do proactive and great things with money. So number seven, start making some plans. Let's make a plan. I've done lots of videos about creating a financial plan. It doesn't need to be complicated. It's figuring out what your goals are. Goals are what you want. It's figuring out what your belief system is and what your beliefs are. That's who you are. 
and then it's creating habits. That's what you do. So um, in the in the spirit of helping you to do these things, again, I talked about the free get out of debt course. We also have a free goals course and a free values course, which will help you to do everything that I've just been talking about. And you will recognize I'm exceptional at naming things. It's one of my skills and unique abilities. Goals course, get out of debt. You're tracking, you're a smart person. So make plans, make plans for your short term, zero to three years, make plans for your midterm wants four to 10 and then 10 plus is long-term. You're fully capable of doing all this stuff on your own. And then number eight is fall in love with doing, fall in love with doing. We have a tendency to look too far into the future and spend too much time looking into the past when we really ought to, and you know it. Be living in the moment and carpe, carpe DMing it and YOLO and whatever, FOMO and this, that, and the other thing. Fall in love with the doing. So when you know and have plans, you know what needs to be done in order to bring that desired reality that you've created into your current life to make your what you want to happen actually happen. It's a human superpower. Pretty awesome. You can imagine any future you want. You can make plans. And then it's a matter of doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. And once you start doing it, you will again become more confident. You'll develop new skills. You'll feel great. And for good reason, you should. It's amazing. So these are eight steps that if you follow, I think that you will find yourself in a far better financial situation. You will break free of you know, being broke or poor, whatever it is, however you feel about your situation, I want you to start feeling great about it. Again, you're fully capable of it. You're entitled to your, you're worthy of it. You're not entitled to it. It requires you to work for it, but you can do hard things. You do them all the time. Remember, do your part by doing your best.